0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the College Football Tailgate. As always, it's me, XFL, Jim, joined by the one, the only, Aranda. Applause, it is Chase Lupine Fiasco Sesums, a.k.a. the Wolf of Oaklawn. What's up, dude? I'll
1: tell you what, I, I just murdered the Saratoga card today. I hammered the ponies, so I'm going to ask everyone to remember that um, when they look back on my college football picks from this nice. week.
0: They should. We are also joined by the one, the only. It is Uncle Rico, Eric, my man. How you doing, buddy?
2: Doing okay, man. How, how about you guys?
0: I'm, I'm rocking the slick back look tonight. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm feeling pretty scumbaggy. I'm feeling ready to bet some money on some young impressionable men to a play warm a
2: game. Cherry pie shirt you're rocking, sleeveless because that'd be awesome.
0: This is I'm, I'm rocking the all black scumbag look right now.
2: You I was know, told with Ricky. An 80s metal band there. That would have that that would have been the cup of tea, dude. Nah, I'm just you look like the, you
1: the all black. You got your bachelors in the carnival arts. Like you know how to dip a corn, corn dog and get a tilt a whirl back up running.
0: That is a gym must. That old gyms must know how to like. They can slot in at any carnival around the country. I think
1: think the deal is anybody can slot in with any carnival around the country. That's why people usually go to those places to escape their problems.
0: You probably have to like at least be ready to like smoke a pack and a half a day. Well, yeah. And be okay missing a couple teeth.
1: Now you're just describing being a man.
0: That's fair. That's fair. We are on the Big 12 today, folks. This is our second Power 5 conference. There's a couple newcomers. There's a couple people who are leaving... But we got the Big 12 in front of us. We're going to give you all the win totals and all of the futures for these teams. And, our, of, course, of course, we're going to give you our favorite bets. We're starting off with the Baylor Bears. Win total set at 7, minus 115 both ways, and they are plus 2,000 to win the Big 12.
2: Returning 36, 7, and 5. Chapman looked good some games, some throws. You're like, what is he doing? I think his second year as a starter, we're going to see some growth there. Running back room loaded as they added Richardson, who was the lead running back at Oklahoma State, led them in rushing yards. Plus, they're getting Reese and Jones back. I think this is going to be one of the better units in the conference. Baldwin, Cameron, Presley are all back at wide receiver. Plus, they're getting a player back who missed most of last season with an injury. So pretty solid there tight end position. They added Roberts from North Texas. They also are getting Jackson back. They're going to run a lot of double tight end sets. I think the receiving group is going to be better than it was last year. Offensive line. This is the issue. When you're returning four starters, two honorable mentions. i oh, sorry. Two were honorable mention all Americans and the other two were all conference players the unit will take a step backwards. From what I read, they are more athletic than last year's team. Maybe at the end of the season, we'll see them being pretty good. But when you lose that much talent, that's going to be a big blow. Defensive line, they're using their best player along with two more. Pressure is going to be on Boykins to have a solid season. Linebacker losing Doyle, who is second-team all-conference player, but they're adding transfers from Utah State and Liberty to go along with Jones and Randolph. Unit will be good, just not as good as it was last season. DBs only have one starter back, but they're getting a transfer from Miami of Florida and Utah State. That will lessen the blow. Three starters are leaving, namely Milton, who was great last season. I think this is going to take a step backwards. Special teams were disappointing last season, but Stone from Sparty is transferring in. I think they're going to be better than they were last season. Just overall, I mean – they're getting taxes at home, and they avoid Oklahoma. You know, when when with that being said, we kind of have to consider that they could be a dark horse in this
0: uh, in this conference to
2: make to win it.
0: They definitely could be, and I'm a big Dave Aranda fan. And I, when I think Baylor for like I don't know the last like six years, I just think solid. I think usually don't make mistakes. I think upstanding which is if you think of Baylor like the last 10 years it's like the opposite
1: (laughs) they also have they've had something going for them that is a word that's like a bad word in the Big 12 uh which is defense uh they've had a a decent defense by Big 12 standards and I mean I'm not sure how much of it survived the the uh transfer portal but just the eye test from watching Baylor last year was they have freaky athletes in the skill positions
0: Yes, they do. Let's get into this schedule starting off Texas State at home.
2: Boom. Call me crazy. I think I'm going to give them a, the dub.
0: I'm going to give them a dub there. Then they get Utah over to Waco.
2: That's an interesting game. That's um, a very
0: interesting game.
2: I'm okay. going to give
1: them the dub on the Mountain Team coming east.
2: Ugh, it's tough. I think. I, I think – in I, I packed 12 preview.
0: I'm pretty sure I gave it to to Utah.
2: I gave it to Utah. I gave them a loss here. I don't think they have the quarterback to get that done yet. Plus, we have to remember with how good Utah's defensive line is. This team is missing four offensive linemen from last year, two of which were All-Americans, other two All-Conference players, and you're going against that Utah defensive line. And it's kind of tough. It's, tough. it's That's tough. a tough thing.
0: LIU after that win. And then it's Texas at UCF and Texas Tech to start conference play.
2: You know what? I'm I'm high in Texas this year. I'm going to give them the loss at te- the loss against Texas. when the other two. I'm going to give them the win against Texas.
0: I'm going to give Texas the win against Baylor. I'm going to have them win in the other two though. So I'm similar to Eric. I'm going to have them go two and one in the stretch off the bye week at Cincinnati, Iowa State, and Houston.
2: I think that's three and zero. Oh.
0: Obviously, it's really hard against.
2: with what the news broke with Ohio State, like what what's going on. So I don't know, like if there's no um, quarterback there, you know, I'll, I don't think Iowa State's going to win that game. Maybe if he's there by some miraculous thing, they have a chance. But I think Baylor brings out the blue rooms.
1: I so I think I've got them. I think I've got them 7-0 right now. Um, and if that's the case, what does Iowa State do best? Ruin other people. And it's homecoming, to. So t- there we go. I'm going to take Iowa State uh, mm-hmm. to give them their first L at late in October.
0: I'm going to give them 3-0 in this matchup. And then the last three games is at K-State, at TCU, and then West Virginia at home.
1: I think K-State between- also plays defense.
0: They do.
2: I think they lose to K-State.
0: I think they lose to K-State, and do they get the revenge for TCU?
2: I believe they get the revenge for TCU.
0: Yeah, I got them going 1-2 and in that, so... And then I'll have them beating West Virginia to round it out. I'll have them going 1-2 and in that match and then beating West Virginia. So I have Baylor sitting at... I got them at 9 wins.
1: Yeah, me too. I've got them... Yeah, nine as nine as well. Um, which, I mean,
0: sounds about right. Totals
1: at at seven minus one fifteen. It feels like a like a meat and potatoes thing. You know, meat and potatoes odds for something that we all feel certain will happen. So I'm going to go ahead and take that one as one of my futures. I'll
0: get right behind you on that, Chase. I always like starting off with a little meat and potatoes. Up next, the BYU Cougars' win total is set at a five and a half plus one twenty-five on the over, minus one fifty-five on the under. They are plus eight thousand to win the Big Twelve. Their first year in a conference since I don't even remember last time. What were they in the WAC back in the day?
2: Were Mama and Papa Jim even dating at that point? Maybe not. What are we talking about? Hold on, Houston. So are we talking BYU. About? BYU?
1: BYU. Oh, BYU. BYU. They were. Were they not part of the? I don't know. They were independent for a very long time. And then they joined, like, the WAC. I think. And they I'm also gonna, had Steve Young.
0: Eric does his spiel.
1: And Jim McMahon.
2: Um, I think I'm looking at it right now. BYU football. They're in the WAC.
0: The last conference was the Mountain West. To 99 oh, wow. to 2010, they were in the Mountain West. Oh, wow. In the Mountain Best, eh?
2: That's something I did not know. Returning 41, 8, and 7. Slovis will be your starting quarterback. Formerly of West Virginia Flame. I can't even talk to them. Let's be honest, that doesn't move the needle for me at all. I'm not a Slovis guy. Robbins from UNLV, who was third team all conference, ran for 1,000 yards, is going to be their RB1. Plus, they added Smith from Colorado. I think this unit's going to be a lot better than they were last season. Ride receivers, they're losing their top two from last season. But, you know, as Jim can attest to, because he was high on BYU every week, those guys were always hurt. They um, never played. Hill, who had a good season in his back, along with Hill, you're adding two impactful freshmen. I think this unit's going to be slightly improved from last year. Offensive line, losing five that saw playing time last season. Last season, adding transfers, but I have questions about this unit. Defensive line, five of their top seven are back, adding two impactful impact fresh transfers from Boise State will be better than last season. Linebacker, unit couldn't stay healthy last year. They're adding transfers from Oregon and Utah State, plus getting two of their top five back. I think they're going to be better than last year's unit if they can stay healthy. DBs, losing two, but this unit was bad last season. They're adding in some transfers. I think this will be improved. But let's face it, with how bad they were last year, that is not saying that much. Special teams getting a new kicker, which is going to greatly improve this unit. I mean, look, if you just look at their schedule,
0: it's not easy.
2: I mean, at Arkansas, Kansas, TCU, and Texas. I mean, that's the good big. thing
1: for them is they've got Arkansas in a major look ahead spot. Because I want to say that's before the week before we go to uh, LSU.
2: You say we.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, are
2: on the team, dude. Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Me and the me and the mouse in my pocket and that big loot gym. He's on my team.
2: we I'm and damn right clapping at sportsbooks. Those are my two peeves. Well, people
0: <laughs> saying we and then clapping at sports books. I do, I'll say I do both all the time. Eric, how we've managed to stay cordial for this long <laughs> is surprising.
2: I know, dude. It's like we're polar <sighs> opposites, dude.
0: Let's get into this BYU schedule. Sam Houston Southern Utah off the bat. I think we're both on the train of two wins. Correct. At Arkansas. Yep. Tough. Interesting, but I've tough. been
1: giving him that I've been giving him this win in every single projection that I do. So I'm going to give him the win and make him 3-0 after that game.
2: They just have questions on their offensive line. And I think Jefferson's going to be able to throw on this back four. So that's I'll take Arkansas. I'm also going
0: to take Arkansas here, and then at Kansas in the back-to-back spot is also. I tough. Think they're going to lose that game. I'm going to give them the win at Kansas. I think between Arkansas and Kansas, they go one and one.
2: I like get them at two and two, overall. And then
0: Cincinnati at home after the Kansas game.
2: I think
1: that's a good. to give that to BYU. Yeah, yeah I think that's it's a BYU win good.
0: as well. Then it's bye week time. Off the bye week, they head to TCU. And that's a loss. It's tough. I'm going I'm to give them the win. I'm going to give them the win. So they got TCU and Texas Tech back to back. I'm going to have them going one and one in that stretch.
2: I'll be honest. I think they lose all three games after them.
0: So you, you have them losing TCU, Texas Tech, and Texas at Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have them winning one out of that three.
2: Which one you think?
0: Probably Texas Tech. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like playing in the Mormon town is just, it's, it's a different beast than what the Big
2: 12 Too is. Too much doing. for those Red Raiders?
0: It's just different than all the rest of the Big 12. It's a different vibe. It's higher elevation. It's Mormon
1: and weird. Exactly. I think is the best way you can describe it. It's, it's weird.
0: Last four games, it's at West Virginia, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and at Oklahoma State.
2: To me, this is two and two right all over. Two and two,
0: maybe at best three and one, but two and two probably. And I'm not going to give them West Virginia because I never, I like, maybe this is just ingrained in my head that going to West Virginia is similar, where it's just so different than the rest of the Big 12. It's so far away. It's just different and weird. Yeah. Up in those weird right. mountains. I got them at five. And now
1: seven. it's the entire conference. I, I've got them at eight and four, actually. I really like BYU. I, I think that they come back healthy. Also, last year, like they played everybody everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they, they were in Vegas playing against like I, I, I th- don't think they didn't. I think it's probably easier for them being in a conference this year.
0: I agree with that. I have them sitting at seven and five. I, I'm also on the over here. Uh, I also I, maybe I just Eric. I couldn't quit him. I couldn't quit BYU. I'm still high on this team.
1: I love this BYU team. Yeah, I'll never stop. The year that they won the Pac-12 South without being in the Pac-12 pretty much sealed it for me. Was that uh, not, I'm also going to take that two this plus that 125, 125 over 5.5 for them too because I think they blow that away.
0: Oh, definitely. At plus 125, yeah, give it to me all yeah. day. Up next, Cincinnati Bearcats sitting at a nice 5.5 as well. Minus 190 on the under, plus 155 on the over. They are plus 5,000. To win the conference.
2: Returning 33. Three and six. They're adding Jones from Florida, who will be the starter. Hey, you know what? I think that's an umptick from what they had last season. Returning running backs returning three of their top four, but they don't have a dog in the room. They don't have that alpha. They don't have that lead running back in the room. Wide receivers. Guess how many scholarship players they have in the wide receiver room?
0: Five. I was in the gate. One. Oh.
2: Woo. Oh,
0: ew. They're losing
2: eight. Enough said. Offensive line. Guess how many career starts these guys have? Seven.
0: 31.
2: Bangte. 20. Going to be the worst unit by far in the conference. Plus, They're facing a uptick in quality of defenses from the American. Defensive line will be the strength of the defense, but in terms of the conference, not one of the better ones. Uh, Linebacker rooms are losing pace, which is a big loss, plus two others, as you know, take a step backwards. DB is a returning one starter by adding Taylor from Arizona State and Young from Florida. Won't come close to matching last year's production. Hunter is the only one returning in these special teams. He's pretty good. He can flip the field, kicker question marks, return game question marks. I mean, I think this unit's going to struggle. Overall, big uptick in competition in the conference. and enormous downgrade in coaching. I mean, this downgrade in coaching is significant, to say the least. I, it's, it's insane. Like, I, uh, I get it. You know, you're going to the Big 12, you're in the conference, you're going to make some more cheddar. But I mean, you, they're going to fucking struggle, dude. This, this,
0: they might be the worst team. If it wasn't for the Iowa State quarterback situation, they might be the worst team in the conference this year.
2: Exactly. I mean, like, I, and I mean, look, you get it. You, they didn't know, they get it, you know, and props to Finkel, you know. Luke put them in a put this program in a great position, left for greener pastures. So I get it, but this they're going to be over their heads this year.
0: They were already going through a like rebuild after rising to that top level of a G5, and now they're just entering into a way tougher conference. It's just it's not going to be pretty. Let's get into the schedule before Chase says something or after Chase says something. I was going to say, you know,
1: my favorite Cincinnati coaching story is. It's uh, apparently whenever Tommy Tuberville was at Texas tech, he was on a recruiting dinner with a couple (laughs) of kids and he got the call and he just left. Like he just left the dinner, left the kids there. Like I don't think he paid for anything.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a real Tuberville move. Sounds like a, that's a proud Arkansan right there. God. Let's get to this schedule. They start the season with Eastern Kentucky at Pitt and Miami of Ohio. One
1: and gonna two. Give and them one. The, I'm gonna go three
0: and <sighs> zero there. I'm gonna go two and one. Actually, there's a very lost a pit. There, yeah, there's a very easy world. They could be one and two here. Yeah. And then it's Oklahoma and at BYU before the bye week. That's zero and two for me. D- double L. I, o- I agree hundred percent. Double L off the bye week. It's Iowa State, Baylor, and then at Oklahoma State.
2: So I'm gonna mean, we let's for the sake of this segment we're doing let's pretend like deckers is suspended for the year
0: i still think they probably lose to iowa state
2: we're yeah <sighs> i don't know
0: man
1: well the thing is if they're going to be as bad as we think they are at that point that means that iowa state has nothing to ruin so you give them the win for iowa state and that's what
2: i got them at and, like
1: three and four now
2: and i'm just going to say like it's looking like iowa State is going to be starting a freshman Ah,
0: I'm still, I still, I'm still gonna roll Iowa State there.
2: You know what, I will too. I'm, the, I'm with the Fighting Matt Campbells.
0: And then it's UCF at Houston, at West Virginia, and Kansas to round out the season.
2: Call me crazy, I don't think they win a game.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one.
1: I'm gonna give them the win at UCF, and I'm gonna give them the win at Virginia.
0: They luckily get West UCF Virginia. at home. So I have them going a whopping... I have them at two wins.
1: I've got them at six and six. I'm playing the over five and a half because that's plus 155.
0: I don't hate it, Chase. But I kind of... I. I oh man, I think they're going to be real bad this year. Up next, we're going to Cougar Town. It's the Houston Cougars. Win total is set at four and a half. Minus 145 on the over. Plus 115 on that under. They are plus... 10,000 on bet online to win the conference. I believe they are the longest shot on bet online. <laughs> 100 to
2: a 1. returning 31, 5 and 7, five offensive, seven defensive, seven defensive starters. Look, I'll be the first to admit I'm a Clay and Tune guy. I was pro Clay and Tune.
0: Oh, yeah, you were.
2: He's gone. Smith from Texas Tech coming in. Look, I mean, you can argue, I think. I think those guys are on the same level, so I think this is going to be a similar similar production at the quarterback position. Top two are back in the running back room, plus they're adding Mathis from West Virginia. A solid unit. Wide receiver, they're losing their top two. One of them, Tank Gell, is huge. Also, who's the chain mover? Who's the guy that's going to move the first down? Um, no real alpha. Offensive line, they're getting five back, plus they're adding two transfers good depth. So I think like the angle we need to have for this is in that first game, like to start the season prop wise, we need to kind of look at running back overs with them Cause I think they're going to lean on that running game with the questions in the wide receiver room, defensive line. They're losing six have one impactful transfer coming in from Oklahoma, but they're losing six with only one really good impactful transfer coming in. I mean, math wise, that really doesn't add up. Linebackers losing two of them. One was their top tackler last season, plus Emery is moving to cornerback. Lots of depth, but look, no real stud, no real alpha. DB is losing a ton. Um, you know, and the talent walking in isn't as good as the talent walking out. I think this unit's going to struggle. Special teams losing Dell hurts the return game, but, you know, both kicker and punter are back. So that's going to be solid. You know, getting that Dell explosive play that they would get, at, that's not there anymore, which is going to hurt. Uptick in schedule overall. You know what? Uptick in the quality of schedule. Not as experienced as last year. Going Especially on the defense. I think the defense is going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle to make the bowl game. I think betting R- Mathis's overs to start the season is the way to go here.
0: Dana's back. Dana's so, back, everybody.
1: Did you see that? I did the,
0: the big hat. No, I did not.
1: I, I did interview for Houston on the college experience with Colby. And whenever I was doing, looking, you know, doing research for this, did, guys, what's the last year that Houston won a game against a power five foe? Uh, sorry, not counting a bowl game, a regular season power five matchup. When's the last time Houston won? Ooh. Was it? I can tell you if you'd rather not. Was
0: it 2019? I
1: okay. believe it was 20 2014, and it was a win at Arizona. They haven't beaten a, a power. They're moving to a Power Five conference, and they haven't beaten a Power Five team in nine years. Not counting Auburn in the uh, the uh, Birmingham. There it right.
2: is. <laughs> Woo! There so it really is. Really Look at that well. sly son of a bitch. It's
0: the, it's the face of a winner.
2: God damn it. Listen, 2014 Dude, cannot, though, are you fucking
0: serious? That's
1: that's the stat that I found. Uh, yeah, 2014 a win against Arizona at Arizona, which would have been a rich rod, I think.
0: That's gross. I think it would have been. Yeah, that's gross. That's just really gross. Let's get into the schedule. So they start with T's at with UTSA, my beloved Roadrunners,
2: at home. Oof. I think UTSA is live there. I mean, look, they have a twenty-five-year-old seventh <laughs> year, seventh year in college quarterback coming in here. Against a defense that has some questions. Uh no real playmakers on the outside. And UTSA is still gonna look at this as big brother, little brother situation. UTS- oh, maybe there.
0: even more so now.
2: Yeah, so I really think that UTSA is live here. You know, I'm looking on one you know, line is them getting two and a half to them getting one. So money's starting to trickle down. So for those listening to this, I think betting USTA sooner rather than later is the play here. Uh, I already have bet them
0: and I will be picking them to win this game straight up because call me a biased person. I love UTSA to death. Give me meet me roadrunners. win this game Houston starts off the season with an L
1: I give you. Yeah. I give the, the roadrunners that the win there too. I mean, if we're going to pick two teams, you know, and talk about who's got more momentum heading into the season, it's hands down the Roadrunners.
0: Yes, sir. And then it's at Rice and the TCU.
1: I give them two wins.
0: I give them a win and a loss. I agree. And then it's Sam Houston and then at Texas Tech. Basically, same deal for me.
2: Yep.
1: Give them the win at Sam
0: Houston. Uh, yeah, it's an L at Texas Tech. That's yeah, an L in Lubbock for them. Then it's the bye week. Out of the bye week, it's West Virginia and Texas both at home.
1: They're lucky they get West Virginia at home. Yes, so lucky that the Dana Revenge game energy I would be huge, pal- palpable. Um, so I give them I believe I give them the win there, and then the the uh, win following. Yeah, definitely in the win against Texas. I do not share (laughs)
0: Uncle Rico's enthusiasm. I'm going to give them a one-and-one in this match here. I'm going to have them probably beating West Virginia, losing to Texas. And then it's at K-State, at Baylor, back-to-back. Two losses for me. That's two losses for me as well. Same. Finishing the season, they get Cincinnati and Oklahoma State both at home and finish off at UCF.
2: Two-and-one. I think they beat Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I got him going two and one there. Potentially, yeah, I, I'm going to have him beating UCF as well.
2: Yeah.
0: It depends. It really depends. If they're vying for a bowl spot, I might I might get him there.
2: I got him at four.
0: Uh, or, so it, de- it really depends if they beat UTSA or if they get another one along the way. If that's, if that's playing for a bowl game, I could see him beating UCF. Otherwise, I got him sitting at like four or five wins.
1: I think I've got them a little bit above, but it's not a, t- a total that I want to touch. It's minus yeah. one forty-five to go over the four and a half. They have to. They've got some some cupcake non-con, you know, games in terms of like Sam Houston. I yeah. I'm. It's stinky. I'm out. Yeah. Uh,
0: up next on the list was Iowa State, but that's kind of been thrown into flux with the whole quarterback situation. So the win total for Iowa State actually, I don't know if you found any chase, but for me, they've been taken off the board everywhere.
2: It was five and a half.
0: It was five and a half. It was five and a half before. Yeah.
1: What did it what so I had hadn't even heard anything about this yet? What happened?
0: The quarterback or, for uh, got caught like betting on games.
2: And he had an account oh, in his nice. own in his own name. That's
1: that's why you have a, a dopey friend that you make the coach give a scholarship to also, so he comes with you and takes care of you. I just watched the Michael Vick documentary, his boy his boy Quanis, he was that guy, except the whole dog fighting thing.
0: Yeah, you gotta have the fall guy.
2: Okay. Chris Carter, uh, returning 41, nine and six. Um, so look, it looks like JJ Cole, who is a highly regarded freshman is going to be the starter with. If that's,
1: if that stands for Jalen Jalen, I'm fucking in.
2: So I just, I don't know. Um, A lot of question marks at the quarterback position with the news that broke. Running back three of their top four are back, and they're adding Harris from Stanford. This unit is going to be improved from last year. Wide receiver, they're losing Hutch, which is a huge blow. They're adding a couple of transfers. They had two freshmen look good in in the spring game, but look, you can't replace Hutchinson. That dude was a stud. That's going to be a big blow. For offensive line strength of the team, they're going to really lean on this run game, especially if Cole is going to be the starter. They have four starters back, and they have two guys that I think are going to play in the NFL. So this is going to be a sneaky good offensive line. They're going to lean on the run game a lot. Defensive line, look, they lost McDonald to the draft, which hurts their ability to create pressure. They're going to need a couple of these young players to take a step forward and replace them to be able to get to the quarterback. They have two guys back in the linebacker room, and they're adding some young guys. But I just – I have questions about their ability in the linebacker room. DBs, everyone was returning will be the strength of the defense. Special teams, everyone is back, and this unit's going to be greatly improved. Look, I'm not going to lie. When I When I saw how good their offensive line was going to be, I saw, you know – Decker is coming back. I was kind of in on the over five and a half because I was like, "This is going to be a team that Campbell has in a bowl game at the end of the season." But now with the question marks at quarterback, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing anything.
0: Just by his free everything you love in a quarterback. I feel he's a big boy. Yeah, Six, seven,
2: 250
0: JJ, so who's yeah.
1: If they're going to be pounding the rock, who's getting all, getting all the carries? Did you say? Did I miss it?
2: Who who's going to be getting the rock? Um, yeah. Let me look. it looks like it's going to be Morton Norton.
1: I liked him better when he was a Morton. Okay. Okay.
2: You like Morton Norton better when he was a Morton?
1: Yeah. They, pulled salt, they poured salt on me, man. Morton's.
0: So, yeah, their, their win total was five and a half. Don't know what it will be now. But the total, the the conference future stayed the same. They are still 40 to one to win the conference. The schedule is thus. Northern Iowa, then Iowa, then at Ohio.
2: So, real quick before we get in this. Do you guys find it weird Matt Campbell's never left to go to greener pastures?
0: Yes and no. Like, there's something, maybe, like, honestly, being at some of those schools has got to be some of the most stressful, annoying sh- things on the planet.
2: But he's had NFL jobs. You know, he flat out told the Lions, no. Like, maybe he's he had likes, NFL Maybe he jobs. likes Ames. You know, so I don't, I don't know. Um,
1: I know. I know there's a way out of every single contract, but it seems like they've had him just locked
0: up ever since he won a game. Oh, he'll, he just keep—he brings him to a bowl like every other year or something like that. He's there for life. <laughs> like, the pressure is just non-existent in Ames.
1: Here's a hot take. So they're going to be running the ball a lot. I don't feel like Big 12 defenses are built to stuff the run. So maybe even without, maybe this is a blessing in disguise that old, uh, you know, parlay quarterback isn't in. And, uh, you know, maybe they just Pound the rock, control the clock, and just
2: name cool. this thing. Football coach Matt Campbell reportedly can walk away from the Cyclones without paying a penny if the program raises its academic standards. I like it.
1: Keeping him dumb so he can have lower admission. I like it. I really like it. In fact, he didn't bring him here to play school.
0: So, the first three games, Northern Iowa, then Iowa, then at Ohio. I'm going to have them go with two and one.
2: I mean, this is so hard when we don't really know what's going on at the quarterback position. You could
0: throw everything out in the Iowa Iowa State game, Eric. That doesn't matter.
2: They could be one and two or 0 and three.
0: I got them two and one. Three and 0. Attaboy Chase? Yeah, why not? Jeez. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma then TCU then I have them 0 3.
2: I think they beat Oklahoma
0: Three.
1: State. 3 and 0. Let's go. I don't we don't know what we're getting. I'm just going to bet that the, we're getting like a something cool in the grab bag here.
0: Then it is at Cincinnati before the bye week. Yeah. Are you going to have Cincinnati play spoiler for them, Chase? Sounds fun.
1: No, I'm yeah. giving them the win,
0: undefeated. I got them beating Cincinnati. Off the um, bye weekend is at Baylor, Kansas, at BYU.
2: Like, they may not win a game after the bye.
0: Yeah, I got them 0-3 then there. Then and they then it, slide. And then it's Texas and at K-State. Watch the fuck out, Texas. No, that is, if, that's if, the if we, worst time to get Iowa State, dude.
2: If this is a game yeah, that they're going to lose. Yeah.
1: That's, that's the, that's the worst time to get Iowa State. State. Spoiler. How many times have we seen Iowa state ruin the seasons of good teams from Texas and or Oklahoma? Not
0: only that chase oh, it's right. in Ames. Texas is going to aims. It's going to get wild. I'm going to give Iowa state the win. I'm just going to say it right here. I'm giving them the win. I haven't um, at three. I haven't at three wins.
2: <laughs> four. I sorry.
0: I got them at four wins. I, haven't I got not
2: at four wins too.
0: I
1: got them at four wins. I, I've got them at nine because you never know. Don't tell me. No
0: one tell me. Don't.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Up next, I will dub them Uncle Rico's Kansas Jayhawks from last year. Yeah. The, the team that made me eat an entire key lime pie ingredient by ingredient. They are sitting at a total of five and a half this year, minus one sixty-five on the over, plus one thirty-five on the under. They are forty to one, plus four thousand to win the Big Twelve this year.
2: Uh, Daniels, who was great last season, is back, and plus they have your boy Jim Beam back, who was good when Daniels was hurt.
0: God, I love Beam.
2: You know, <laughs> I think Daniels is going to take another step forward, but Beam's showed that he is very capable of leading this offense if he goes down. Running backs, they're getting their top three back, plus adding a transfer from Buffalo that ran for over a thousand yards. Loaded, loaded running back room. Wide receivers, they have their top eight returning. This the unit's coming back, then. Okay. A <laughs> step forward with the quarterbacks taking it, Daniels taking a step forward. Offensive line. They are returning for and added Brown from Wisconsin the unit is good. The only issue is their depth. If one guy goes down, it's going to be bad defensive line. They're losing Phillips who is second team, all big 12, but they're leading. But Robinson who led them in sacks is back along with their adding five transfers. One of them is Brooks from Auburn. I think this unit's going to be better than last season. Linebackers all three are back Plus they're adding Brown from Bowling Green Good group but they need to be better Versus the run EBS Top six are back Plus they're adding a transfer from LSU This unit's going to be better than last season Sneaky good Special teams Um, You know They brought in Schneider Who's a very highly regarded special teams coach I think this unit is going to be better Because they struggled a lot last year now look, I'm gonna, I my hot take on the Big 12 is there's gonna be some random team that makes it to the championship game because I'm not I'm not in on Oklahoma to face Texas. I think this could be the team. Dangerous offense, but they need to be better against the run. Yes. I think this could be the sleeper team that makes it to the Big 12 championship if that defense can be a little more stout against the run. Very dangerous offense, though. Very, very dangerous. They could be a sleeper team to make it to the Big 12
0: champion. I also just want to reiterate, uh, Lance Leopold is maybe, he's like one of my top three coaches in college football. I love him so much.
1: And they've got easily the be, the, the best uh, program photo, dirtbag face uh, in college football with uh, Luke Grimm, the man whose face says, do you want to see me fed, feed my pet, my pet snake? And the answer is yes. Unequivocally, yes, we do.
2: Yes.
0: Let's get into this Jayhawk schedule. They start the season with Missouri State, Illinois, and at Nevada. I
2: think that's three and zero. Oh.
0: There's a real possibility of going two and one. You never know with Illinois. Illinois is a weird fucking wild card. Um, but I'm gonna have him going three and zero oh here.
1: I'm gonna go two and one loss against Illinois.
0: That's like the that's like the perfect Burt. Like, just to make a fun offense, bring him into just a shit game that no one wants to watch. Yeah, it is. After that, it's BYU at Texas, UCF, and then at Oklahoma State before the bye week.
1: Let's see. (sighs) Definitely win at UCF. Give him the L against Oklahoma State.
0: But you know what? I'm going to have him go with 3-1.
2: I think they go
1: I'm going go to give them the win against Oklahoma. You mean Texas? Well, I, I'm going to have Texas? them lose to Texas. I'm going to have them beat Oklahoma.
0: Is that the Oklahoma only game? State. It's Texas Oklahoma
1: State. Win? What'd you say, Uncle It's Rico? Oklahoma
0: State, so you know. Yeah, but right after they have Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yeah, after the bye week, it's Oklahoma. Yeah. So after bye week, yeah, it's Oklahoma at Iowa State, then Texas Tech. I'm going to have them 3-0 there. Let's see. I'm going to go wild.
2: I mean, are you just going like ape shit? What are they just to make the Big 12 championship?
0: To make it? Let me take yeah. a look real quick. I'm going to go 2-1. and one. I'm not going as crazy as Chase for some of these.
2: But uh,
0: then it's Kansas State and at Cincinnati. I'm going to have them losing to K-State, beating
2: Cincinnati. I mean, Going 2 0.
0: You got to beat in K State as well. Yeah, I got him at 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, nine. I got him at 9 wins. Uh, that seems nuts, but I got him at 9 wins.
2: I kind of feel, though, that if at the end of the year, if this team wins 9 or 10 games, we're not surprised. But if this team struggles to win 6, we're not surprised either. Because we really something don't want to, to do against the run.
1: Something to be said for keeping your quarterback and all of your wide receivers together, too. That feels like yeah. two positions that get a lot of turnovers. 14 yeah. to
0: 1 to make the championship, Eric.
2: I may have to dab on that. I 14 may have, to
0: 1 just to make the championship. I may have to dab on that. I don't hate it.
2: I really don't hate it.
0: Up next, K State, the Wildcats, baby. The win total is set at 8. Minus 130 on the under, even money, plus 100 on the over. They are plus 700, 7 to 1 to win
2: the Big 12. To repeat, returning 44, 8 and 5. Howard, who replaced Martinez after he went down, led the Wildcats to the Big 12 championship, is back. Should take a step forward after last year's success.
0: He was better than Martinez, I think.
2: Deuce Vaughn is gone. I think that's a big blow. They're adding a ward from Florida State. Um, You know, Giddens, who was their number two rusher, is back as well. Plus, they're adding a highly touted freshman in Jackson. Unit will be good, but when you lose a player like Vaughn, that's pretty big. Wide receivers losing three, but they have one of the best tight ends in the nation. Plus, Brooks is returning as well. They also added Johnson from Iowa. Group is worse though compared to last season. A little worried about the receiver room. Questions at the skill position, but the O-line is returning all five. In my rankings, this is the second best unit in the conference. Defensive line. They're losing two starters, two rotation, two key rotational pieces, and two backups. But um, you know, they added Banks for Mississippi State, a highly touted JUCO, Juco transfer, and Duke is moving back to his defensive end position. Linebackers, they are returning all three, but as I just stated, Duke is moving up to the front part of the defense. They had two in the portal that will make an impact. Unit's pretty solid. Defensive backs, they're losing three. One of them was all an all-conference player, which is a huge blow. Bro, Dude, I can't even talk today. Huge blow. They're adding two in the portal, but that doesn't make up for who they're losing. I think this unit's going to take a step backwards. Xanter, who punted and kicked last year, is gone. Plus, they're losing Deuce Vaughn. I think this unit's going to take a step backwards in the special teams game. I think losing Deuce is going to be big. Um, Offensive line is solid. They're due for turnover progression, Tough schedule. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think losing Deuce Vaughn is going to be pretty big for them.
0: I think it's going to be big. I still think they'll be good. I always, like, this is whenever I think K-State, I also just think, like, solid, consistent. I kind of just pegged them as round. Like, eight feels right. Like, this number feels right to me off the top of my head just when I first saw it announced. The schedule is tough, but I also think being able to keep Will Howard and the offensive line is going to be massive. And having Will Howard as the full starter is going to be huge.
2: Yeah.
0: So let's get into the schedule before the bye week. Them losing –
1: them losing lo- Deuce Vaughn makes me – it makes me worry more like Uncle Rico because the fact that they are K-State and while they have had a couple good up years, they're not at the point where they quite reload yet and they're going to be like doing the money ball thing, trying to replace them in the aggregate.
0: They very probably – they probably are. Like the K-State usually gets these guys and they keep them like – you see their freshman year, they have flashes, and then sophomore and junior year, they just ball out of control. And right. then it takes them a couple years to like replace them. So schedule-wise before the bye week they get Southeast Missouri Troy at Missouri and then UCF at home.
2: Troy had a big blow, uh, one of their key defensive players it was tweeted out, he's suspended indefinitely. So I think K-State, I think K-State is perfect going into the bye.
0: I think they're also 4-0. Yeah, I'll agree. Off the bye week, it's at Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech, and then TCU back-to-back-to-back. To back to back.
1: It's tough. I'm going to give him the L at Oklahoma State, the win at Texas Tech, the win at TCU in the Battle
0: wow. of the Purple Things. Similarly, I'm going to have them going 2-1 in that stretch. I'm going to go 2 and one too. Then it's Houston at Texas and Baylor. I'm gonna have him go one and two there. Two and one. I like it, Chase.
1: Two and one. Win against Houston. Win against Texas. Lost against Baylor. The real power Texas. It? Zero always.
0: There you go. Finish off the season at Kansas and then Iowa State. I have him going two and zero oh in those matchups.
1: I'm going to go
0: 0-2. I got him at 9 wins. I think I'm at 7. Got him at a lot. <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm going to take, take the over. I'm going to bet the over at even money. I think they're just... I'm going to bet on K-State to have 9 wins. Have a 9-win season. Maybe, like, flirt partway through the season. Like, oh, they could win the Big 12, but they're probably not going to.
1: I need better than even money on an eight-win total with no hook there.
0: I'll ride that train. I will ride that train. Up next, the Oklahoma Sooners. Win total is set at 9.5, minus 120 on the over, minus 110 on the under, plus 390 to win the conference. This schedule's easy, boys.
2: Um, Returning 42, 7-6. and six. Offense looked bad when Gabriel was out last season. They added some depth where if he does get hurt this season to address that they're losing grade to the NFL, but Barnes, who's coming off a good freshman season major and freshman smothers are all going to get playing time. I think they're going to be good. I just don't know who's going to be the alpha at the end of the season. Who's going to be the lead dog. We talk about change movers all the time. They're losing Mims and he had twice as many yards as their number two guy last season. Twice as many yards as their number two guy last season. Yikes. Offensive line, they're losing four, one of which was an all-conference left tackle Harris. Another is second-team all-conference Murray. They're adding transfers from the football powerhouses of App State, Miami, Ohio, and Stanford. This unit's not going to be as good as last season's unit. Defensive line, they're losing two, but the transfers coming in. I think this unit is going to be pretty solid. They're losing two, but Strutzman's back, and they're adding All-American near from Division II powerhouse Ferris State, uh, adding a transfer from Indiana. unit has the potential to be better than last season. DBs, this is a huge worry point because everyone thinks Big 12, what they think about throwing the rock. Losing five of their top seven. Pretty big blow. Special teams losing Mims is going to hurt the return game. They will need to replace their honorable mention All-American punter. I think this unit is taking a step backwards. Overall, my notes are schedule is doable, but they're losing Mims. Gray, back four is a worry point to me. I don't like the offensive line they don't trust their coach.
0: You're not a Venables guy.
2: Nope.
0: He might just be a coordinator. There's nothing wrong with being a. He coordinator. seems
1: like. He seems like just a born to be a defensive coordinator kind of guy that probably when he's in the in control just ruffles everybody's feathers because he makes them run fucking suicides constantly.
0: I can very easily see this. The schedule, however, is cake on top of cake. Let's get into it. Arkansas State, SMU, and at Tulsa to
2: start the season. Okay, I'm going to say this, and you guys are going to think I'm a fucking nut. Excuse my language. SMU is going to be able live. to throw the ball on SMU's
0: live, right?
2: SMU's SMU really good this year. is going to be able to throw the ball on Oklahoma. So I'm not saying Oklahoma is going to lose to SMU, but I think SMU is going to be able to cover that number. I have them going for – I have them perfect going into the Red River. Yeah,
0: I also have them perfect going into Red River.
1: Somewhere around there. Yeah.
0: And then it's and then it's Oklahoma Texas. That's a.
2: They're going to lose to Texas.
1: I'm giving them the win against Texas. Go figure. Also because uh, they're going to be the underdog in the Red River shootout.
0: Man, I don't know if I trust Brent. I'm going to give Texas the win here. I hate it, but I'm going to give Texas the win. And then it's now that I hear you
1: say just his first name out loud, Brent, right? I feel right? like he's even, he's even less trustable he's than he was exactly. a couple
0: seconds ago. And then it's UCF at Kansas at
2: Oklahoma State. I think they beat UCF. But then I'm going to say I think they go back-to-back L's at Kansas and at Oklahoma State. I'm going to go with that as well.
1: I'm going to give them the win against UCF. I'm going to win, give him the win against
0: Kansas. I'm going to give him the loss in Bedlam. I like that too, Chase. Then they finish the season West Virginia at home at BYU and TCU at home.
1: Two and one, lost to BYU.
0: That's kind of, I'm right there with you, Chase. I got him two and one, lost to BYU.
2: So I'm eight and four. I'm also eight and four.
1: Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about
0: right for you, Chase. I,
1: yeah, I know I don't want to touch it just because I know this should be improved. But like, what tells me that they're they're going to be improved other than the fact that they're Oklahoma? It seems like Brent Venables ran a bunch of people away. Uh, for the first time, they have quarterback problems. Like that wasn't a Lincoln Riley or a Bob Stoops problem, you know?
2: Let's let's just say it out. Let's just say it out loud. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say names. I'll just I'll just read these facts, okay? And then you tell me what you do. You have a quarterback who gets hurt a lot, and last season the offense looked bad when he was out, when he didn't play. You lost your starting running back to the NFL. You lost your starting – your alpha wide receiver to the NFL who had twice as many yards as the number two wide receiver. You're losing four offensive linemen – one of them was the one of the best left tackles in the conference. You are losing five of your top seven DBs in the Big Twelve that like to throw the rock, and you lost your honorable mention, honorable mention All American punter, and one of the better return guys in the game last year. When you just say all that out loud, it kind you of take, says taking oh, a, a step way. back. Yeah,
1: you think taking a step back. Are they returning to where they were right before Stoops got there?
2: They easily could. This could be,
0: yeah, they could. I could see it.
2: Jim, what would you do hypothetically? Because USC is looking for an for an athletic director. If they hired Bob Stoops just for the day for Stoops to fire Lincoln Riley, <laughs> and then Stoops leaves and goes back to the XFL, would you, so would you speaking so of
0: which, though, speaking, there's something not that, but similar. So Skip Holtz is now an analyst on Northwestern staff. Yeah. But he gets to keep the USFL job.
2: (laughs) Well, I think that's just mainly like... He's just helping out. Yeah, because they have nobody with head coaching experience. Exactly. He's He's just just there there to help. Yeah. Just be a little buddy. Yeah.
0: Up next, Oklahoma State. The win total is set at 6.5, minus 130 on the under. Even money on the over. Oklahoma State are plus four thousand to win the Big Twelve.
2: Uh, returning thirty-nine, seven and six, seven offensive, six defensive. My boy Spencer Sanders is no more. He's at oh. a, he's at Old Miss now, and Alan Bowman from Texas Tech is taking over. Running back leading rusher Richardson is gone, but they added my boy. I like this guy a lot. Collins from Michigan State. Plus, they have Gordon returning. I think this unit's going to be better than it was last season, a little bit under the radar. Wide receivers losing four of their top five, but they're adding transfers from Iowa, Washington, UMass, and I've never heard of this school before. Division three powerhouse. George Fox. Where's that at? I have no idea. I'll look it up while you keep going.
1: I'm going to guess somewhere in Virginia or Pennsylvania. That's my guess. That sounds like a Virginia type school.
2: Oh, Oregon. Yeah, wow. Newberg, Oregon. Um, offensive line, they're losing two starters. But look, they have 129 career starts. I think this unit you know, will be better than last season's With players moving around, changing positions, and the transfers coming in. I think we could see the streak of running backs, of them not having a 1,000-yard rusher, end at four. Um, defensive line last season, disappointed huge. They're losing six. Um, Oliver is dropping back to play linebacker. They're also changing schemes this season. They have two transfers coming in. I think this unit, with the change in schemes and the transfer will be better than last season unit, But with how bad they were, that really doesn't say much. Linebackers, Daniels is back, which is huge for them. They're losing Cobb, which hurts. They're adding right from Tulsa to combat that loss. I think this unit will be similar to last season. DBs, they're losing three of them. One of them was a second-team All-American Taylor. This unit will take a step backwards. Special teams, losing their punter and kicker, Um, and their long snapper. So I think this unit's going to take a step backwards. So like, I'm a, I'm a Gundy guy. I like him. I think he's a good coach. I to, Gundy getting points is one of the angles I absolutely love. They're avoiding Texas. They're avoiding Baylor. They're getting Oklahoma and K-State at home. This could be a team that kind of messes around. And you know what I mean? You're kind of look up and you're kind of like, oh, look at Oklahoma state just kind of effing around a little bit.
0: Talk about this chasing me. Talk about this all the time. When you don't think about Oklahoma state, that's when they
2: get you. I mean, to me, the schedule doable, doable, but I am a little worried about the wide receiver room. Who's going to be the guy that moves the chains. Um, You know, they're out of conference. That game that, that gaming in South Alabama is gonna to be tough, dude, as crazy as it sounds.
0: I mean, Oklahoma State has a history of losing to G five schools in the beginning of the year. Cooper Rush,
2: true. Chips.
0: damn right. Damn right. Um, also, like I don't I like Alan Bowman. It feels like he's been in college football for the last ten years. But
2: not as much as your your boy from UTSA. No,
0: no not as much as him. Um, I also don't know if Alan Bowman's been the same since his lung collapsed, which was his freshman year, to be fair. <laughs> Hasn't hit me the same since. Let's get into the schedule. Central Arkansas at Arizona State, South Alabama, and at Iowa State before the bye week.
2: I think they're 3-1 and one with their loss being South Alabama.
0: Could very easily see it.
2: I'm going to
1: go... I'm gonna say 4 0 4 0 to start. Ooh. Ooh. I think they'll handle South Alabama though. This st- though they struggle.
0: I'm gonna say 4 0 as well, but I think they barely scrape by South Alabama. Barely because what they barely beat Central Michigan last year.
2: And Central That's Michigan wasn't yeah, that was a couple years ago.
0: No, it was last year. They barely beat them. They beat them last year, but barely. They beat them week one 58 44.
2: Oh, that was like a huge. Yeah, but see if that was. They took their foot off the covers. They did. There. They CM did. started effing around. I mean, they I didn't have the up. killer
0: instinct. I remember you have super pissed off at that game.
2: Yeah.
0: Off the bio, I'm going to give them 4 0. Off the bio, it's Kansas State, Kansas at West Virginia.
2: You know what? Best go case scenario, 2 1. 1. Worst case scenario, 1 and 2.
0: I'm gonna go to say and two one. and one also. That Cincinnati Oklahoma at UCF three and zero.
2: See, yeah. I think they beat Oklahoma. So with that being said, I think they're gonna lose to UCF.
0: I, I could see it. That's a possibility. Uh, and then it's after UCF, it's at Houston and BYU at home.
2: I think that's I think that's two and
0: zero right there. I think that's two and zero as well. I could. There's yeah. a shot that they could lose to UCF, yeah, after that Oklahoma win. I got Oklahoma with uh, Oklahoma State. I got them with one loss, guys. I
2: got them eight and four.
0: I got them I'm 11. Somewhere won.
1: right there. I can't believe it's minus 120 for them over nine and a half, but I guess I can if I like them to win that many games. Uh, it's oh, a no pass. No. Chase, Chase. I, I like. it
0: is even money at over six and a half is what I saw.
1: Oh, so I like that. Oh, I was looking at Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, 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 it's even uh, money at over six and a half. I still. Can yeah,
1: I find plus money. I still, I still want, I still want better than that. If like, you can I'm find a, shop a seven and a half, price. I
0: bet you can find plus money. Probably, mm-hmm. but I will take the over six and a half, and I'm gonna, we'll I'm, I'm preview. I might sprinkle a little bit on them to uh, make or win the Big Twelve this year. Right. This is the year that you're not thinking of Oklahoma State. They come up and get you. Up next, boys, TCU, the Horn Frogs. Win total is set at 7.5, minus 145 on the over, plus 115 on the under. They are plus 1,100 to win the conference.
2: Returning 60, three offensive, seven defensive starters. Mad Max is gone. Uh, I think that Chandler Morris, who was the starter at the beginning of last season, will replace him. Mad Max had a special year, and it's really unrealistic that Morris is going to be able to match that. Running backs, they're losing Miller and his backup, who had 150 yards rushing versus Michigan in the semifinal game. They're adding Sanders from Bama, who have the pressure to replace Miller. They have three backup. They have three backups as well coming back. I like Miller. I just kind of feel losing him is a big blow. A lot of spe- a lot of pressure is going to be on Sanders here to produce. Ride receivers, they're losing their top three. One of them being Johnston. I know they're adding transfers from Bama, LSU, Oklahoma State, and UCF, but I don't think that will make up for what they had in Johnston. Offensive line, they're losing three. One of them was a second-team All-American, and one of them was a first-team All-Conference. I know TCU is getting Brock Meyer from Bama, which is huge, but you have two talents walking on the door and one talent walking in. Look, I didn't major in math, but those numbers don't equate to being even. Defensive line. They only have one starter returning. I feel losing Horton is a big blow. They have transfers and freshmen. They'll make an impact, but I don't think see this unit being as good as last year's. Linebackers returning everyone but Winters who is first team all conference. You know, even with the loss of him, I I just that's a big blow, dude. You know what I mean? Like we're just seeing this at every position. They're losing a key dude. DB's adding helm from Florida to highly Touted JUCO transfers, getting three starters back, it would seem that this unit would be in great shape, but but they lost first team All-American Tomilson, who was the Thorpe win award winner last season. That is a huge blow in my eyes. Uh, Kel made some big kicks from last season. Their punter is returning as well. They're losing Davis, who is returning. I think this unit's just gonna be as good. I like Dykes. I do. I like Sonny Banks alike. Love them. But that run they had last year was some magical voodoo it, shit, dude. It was Team of Destiny shit. You know, I, I'm still bitter about not getting that West Virginia money line home, that Baylor money line home.
0: Eric, for like the last entire half of the season, you were betting against TCU every week.
2: I know, but they did hit the money line against uh, Michigan for me, though.
0: They did do that. They did do that. But I remember week in and week out, you were like, I'm betting again. I can't believe I'm doing it. I'm betting against TCU.
2: But, dude, just the random shit with how they're winning.
0: It was crazy. The amount of second half comebacks and fourth quarter comebacks were bananas.
1: I still remember hitting the over in that TCU Kansas game when they had like eight points at half and they still just put up like 60.
0: It felt so good. Oh, so so good. So good. Let's get into this TCU schedule. They start the season, Colorado, Nichols, and at
2: Houston. I think they're 3-0. and I also think they're 3-0. Yeah,
0: I'll give them 3-0. After that, it's SMU, West Virginia, and at Iowa State.
2: I think SMU I'm... is again live.
1: Dude, was it the battle for the iron skillet or whatever it is? Yes, sir. The uh, showdown hey. in Fort Worth? Yeah, man. I I, yeah. I like SMU in that spot, too.
2: Um, um, you know, I'm, I think they're going to lose between in that slate of three games. I think they lose one.
0: I'm, I'm, I kind of agree. I think they lose one out of those three, and that's BYU at K State before the bye week.
1: I'm going to go two L's.
0: I'm going to go 0 and two there as well. You think you have them
2: losing to BYU?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. You underestimate how hot me and Chase are going to be on BYU this year. Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm having flashbacks yep. to last year, buddy. You should.
0: The injury bug will not bite them again.
2: Uh, I, I have them losing the K-State. So for me, I have I have, them have two losses going at the bye.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got them one and one. I also had them losing to K-State, I believe, earlier. I, I need to stay true. Uh, at Texas Tech, and then Texas at home. That's 2 I'm going to
2: go one two.
0: and one. I'm going to go over two.
2: They may not win a game after the bye.
0: And then it's Baylor at Oklahoma. I think they could beat Oklahoma. Maybe. I think I mean, Baylor gets revenge.
2: I think Baylor beats them. I think Texas beats them. I think Texas Tech beats them.
0: I'm going to be nice to give them one win after the bye week. So I got them with one. Two, three, four, five, six, I got him at eight wins.
2: I got him at seven wins.
0: I'm not touching the total.
2: I yeah. am into the under, but I'm not touching it.
0: not touching that at all. Okay, Eric, it's your time to shine. It is the Texas Longhorns. The win total is set at nine and a half, minus 145 on the over, plus 115 on the under. Texas, the first con I believe this is the first conference we've had an odds on favorite. They are the odds on favor to win the Big 12. They are minus 110 to win the conference.
2: Returning 41, 10 offensive starters and six defensive starters. Quarterback, hands down, this is the most talented quarterback room in the country. Doors is going to be the starter, the best of the group in the spring game. Murphy has a cannon of an arm. But the bigger question is, and I'm going to throw this out there, is Arch Manning a bust? Because he did all, not Already? Good. Well, dude, he didn't look good at all in the spring game. He, and he's third, going to be third on the depth chart to start the season. Sucks for him. Uh, RBs. Losing Bijan, obviously, and his backup Johnson, so they lost two to the NFL, but they have three returning who saw action last season. A very highly touted freshman in Baxter, losing two players, obviously. Backwards. I'm sure some insane count in the
0: oh, Eric, Eric, pause it for a second because I think your internet's fucking with us.
2: Oh, and you
0: not on the team that he's creaming over oh is he back is yeah. he back i i, are we, I don't know
2: Do you- oh no Do you hear me
0: barely dude you are, your internet is dying
2: yeah man. my internet is dying oh there we go i'm dying right now is that what you said i think you're good i
0: think yeah. you're good there's a delay on the camera feed but i think you're okay audio wise yeah.
1: You're, you're a little bit like skyped my grandma granulated uh but like it's starting to clear up the picture there he is there he is nice and clear
2: good i'm good I'm yeah you're up. good
0: now he's back folks he's back round of applause he's back i'm at
2: 571 573 meg was it megabytes is that, that good should be good yeah so no
1: that means to be honest
2: neither do, I. Really? neither do i all right what was the last thing you heard
0: yeah,
2: yeah,
0: it got a little choppy, like right when I think you were talking about. Um,
2: all right, John Robinson is gone, he's the only starter. Okay, uh, okay. They have okay, three returner, three returning players. You saw action at the running back room. Obviously, Roscoe Johnson is gone as well, so they're losing their top two highly touted freshmen and backs are coming back, but losing two players to the league. Obviously, this unit's going to take a step backwards. Wide receivers. Insane talent in the wide receiver room. Three top three are back, along with our tight end who set a record at Texas last year for catches. Plus, they're getting near back from his torn ACL, which happened in August. Plus, they're adding Mitchell from Georgia. Loaded, loaded talent in the wide receiver room, offensive line. They're losing three, but they're all backups. Their entire starting unit from last season is back, and the freshmen that started are going to take a huge step forward. This is the best offensive line in the conference and one of the better ones in the country. Defensive line. They're losing three, but they're adding Carter from Minnesota, and – Finkley, the freshman, will be starting day one. So even though though they're losing three, I think this unit is going to match last season's production. Linebackers, they're losing two, one of them being an all-conference player. But Ford is back, and they have another freshman in Hill that's going to be starting from day one. DBs, they're losing two, but gaining transfers from Wake Forest and Arkansas, plus Brooks, who is a freshman Last year is going to take a step forward, have a much bigger role. Special teams are losing their punter, but the Stanford punter is transferring in, which is an upgrade in the punt in the kicking department. Overall, I think this team is a legitimate national title contender with the offensive line they have. This offensive line is going to give Ours a chance to shine. When you look at the talent in the wide receiver room, I think he's going to be slinging the ball all over the field I think Bama's taken a huge step backwards I think that they are live to be Bama week two I locked in yours at 12 to one to win the Heisman and Texas at 25 to one to win it all.
1: here's okay here's my argument against uh, everything that you just said which is uh, we we are we've already seen this movie. Texas has all the talent in the world. They've got this returning. They've got, you know, this. And then what are they they never do anything with it. So I'm not sure if the talent is that good or if it's hyped up because it's going to Texas. The whole, like, uh, getting offered by Alabama gets you, get you extra recruiting stars sort of thing. I actually don't think they have very much of a recruiting base in Texas anymore. I think they've lost a lot of it to Texas A&M. I think Houston takes a little bit of bite of it. LSU takes a little bit of bite of out of it. Plus, Austin's a bougie ass city that's expensive to live in. Unless you're making all sorts of NIL dollars. I wouldn't want to go to Austin. Finn.
0: I also I'm just gonna add a little cherry. I don't I don't trust Steve Sarkeesian.
1: Yeah, not okay. unless he's drinking and taking pills. That's the I, only time I, I trust him. I just,
0: him. I don't trust him. Even like at, like I, I, I'm with Uncle Rico. Though. I think Texas has all the talent in the world. They have a lot of key pieces. I do not trust Steve Sarkeesian to lead this team to a like any sort of good future.
1: If you think about it, he hasn't been the same since he stopped drinking and taking pills.
0: It's fair. It's fair. Let's get into the schedule. Rice at Alabama, Wyoming at Baylor, and Kansas.
2: I have not perfect going, going to the Red River.
1: I've got... Whew, I, I'm i going to go win Rice, lost Alabama. I'm going to go lost Wyoming. I'm going to go lost Baylor.
0: <laughs> Look at Eric's face. I saw Eric's face pop up and on I'm gonna, that one. I'm going
1: to go win Kansas.
0: I got them, I got them one loss. I'm going to have them losing to Alabama. And then it's them versus Oklahoma in the Red River Shootout. I got them winning that one. Give me the dog in that one, Oklahoma. Chase taking that one. Eric, of course, is taking Texas here. And then it's at Houston, BYU, Kansas State. O oh, and three. I got them two and one.
2: O oh, and three there, dude.
0: Yeah, you're lucky. I gave him the one to start. All right. I got them two and one there, Eric. Where yeah, I assume you have him three and zero there. Yeah. And then it's at TCU at Iowa State, Texas Tech. Two and one. I got Texas with at most three losses. So I got them at nine and three, probably 10 and two.
2: To me, easy one and 11. If they get past Alabama, which I think they will, I think the next game they're going to lose, the next game that I'd be worried about is November 18th at Iowa. As you should be. But okay, hypothetically, let's just play hypothetical here. Let's say they have they beat Alabama or it's a close game against Alabama. Okay, either way. Let's okay, let's say they lose to Alabama but it's close, they run the table. Are they in the college football playoffs?
0: Well, when you say it like that, it depends on a whole bunch of other factors. What's Alabama do the rest of the season?
2: I think Alabama, I mean, you know who their quarterback is in Reese. I'm not a Reese guy. I think Alabama is going to really legitimately. Does play
0: Alabama it. make the SEC championship game? No. Then I don't think. Then maybe Texas does. Who does the Big Twelve? Does the Big Ten champion go undefeated?
2: Uh yeah. Penn State is probably going to go undefeated.
0: I like that. Uh, Georgia probably also going undefeated.
2: No, Georgia's got some major quarterback issues.
0: Okay. Does Does the SEC champion go undefeated?
2: Yes, LSU will probably go undefeated.
0: Okay, so Penn State undefeated, LSU undefeated. Does the ACC champion go undefeated?
2: No, I think Florida State will probably lose a game.
0: Then it's probably between Florida State, Texas, and I would assume a one-loss Pac-12 champion. I bet Texas gets in over any of those people.
2: Now, flip side, let's say they're perfect. November 18th, they lose in a fluky play to Iowa State. Win the Big 12, are they in?
0: No. No. Late, late. It sucks. It's stupid, but yeah. Like season late, late losses matter way more. And it's against a team like Iowa State. No. And
1: two things here. What I don't think they're going to get a call all season because it's their last season in the Big Twelve. Just Mm -hmm. a good fuck you on their way out. Yep. Uh. Two. um... Fuck them. Yeah, I think that really is what (laughs) it comes down to.
0: Fuck them. I'm kind of with you,
1: Chase. (laughs)
2: Just the hate.
0: Well, I mean, how much? I mean, I hate him to death. I hate Texas more than any other program in the entire fucking country. But you can only skate by on a close loss to Alabama for so long. Mm. (laughs) Like, it it all depends. Like, the fact that it happens early in the year, we won't know what Alabama fully is at that point.
2: My thing is this I I, look at it, I'm a huge offensive line guy. I think offensive line is one of the most underrated positions in all the game. To me, this is one of the better ones in the unit in the country. You have a quarterback that can sling the ball. You have playmakers on defense and there's not another team in this conference. When I look back and I'm like, Oh shit, they're pretty good. Is there,
1: is there offense at their offensive line at its prime? as good as a rebuilding year Bama offensive
2: line? A rebuilding year Bama?
1: Yeah, a reload year. Say they've, they've lost a few people. It's not It's not their best offensive line, but it's still a Bama offensive line.
2: I think it's better than a rebuilding Bama offensive line.
1: Okay. Okay. Then if you feel that way, I mean, sure. Go for it. I mean, I'm not going to...
0: Up next, folks, is the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Win total is set at 7.5. They are plus 105 for the over, minus 135 for the under. They are plus 1,000, 10-1 to to win the conference.
2: Returning 46, 11 offensive and 6 defensive starters. Tyler Slow, who was the starter to start the season, is back along with sophomore Morton. I like both of their quarterbacks. If they can stay healthy, which is a big if. I think they're they're going to be able to throw the ball there. Absolutely loaded with the talent on the outside. Fun fact, the last time the Red Raiders had a quarterback start every single game of the season was in 2016 with Patrick Mahomes. That's, running that's backs, both
0: crazy but also sounds right.
2: <laughs> running backs, they are losing Thompson who is fourth team all Big 12 and their second leading rusher, but they're returning everyone else and adding Two in the portal, going to be pretty good. Wide receivers, eight of their nine return. Plus, they're adding McRae from Austin Perry. This unit is one of the better ones in the conference, one of the better ones in the country. Offensive line, second year in the offense, are returning everyone will take a big step forward. Defensive line, look, I'm just going to be honest. If this team still had Wilson up front, had that established pass rusher, I think this this team could be this year's TCU, but they're losing Wilson, who is one of the better defensive players in the country. I think they're going to struggle to meet last season's production linebackers. They're losing Merriweather, was their leading tackler, which hurts, plus another starter. Three more key contributors that hurts. Pressure is going to be on a freshman to produce. DB's three stars are back and they're getting transfers from Fresno and San Diego state special teams, even though they're losing their kid or kicker, they brought in a solid transfer to replace them. So I think the talent walking in is better than the talent leaving. I think the second spot for the big 12 championship game is wide open versus Texas with a talent on the offense. This could be them. If they had Wilson, I'd be all in on this team.
0: Plus 500 to make the championship.
2: I like that. I like that. That's pretty good.
0: Plus 500 to make the championship for Texas Tech. Let's get into the schedule. They start off at Wyoming, boys.
1: You don't Ooh. mess around and bring. You don't mess around and go to a Mountain West team right off the bat. I'm giving Wyoming. I'm giving the pokes the win there.
0: Yeah, I actually have Texas Tech starting
2: the season with a loss. In altitude, that's tough. That's a tough place to play. I'll probably be at Wyoming
0: too. Oregon and Tarleton State up next, both in Lubbock. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go a loss to Oregon, win to Tarleton.
0: I'm gonna go two and zero here. I'm gonna go two and zero, and then it's at West Virginia, Houston, at Baylor. Hmm. Let's see. I'm gonna have them go two and one in this. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, Read off those games one more time.
0: Houston at home. Sorry, it's at West Virginia. Houston at home at Baylor.
1: I'm going to... All right, West Virginia is going to get someone on that mountain. So I'm going to give West Virginia the win there, and then I'm going to give the win against Houston Lost to uh, Baylor.
0: In my 2-1, and I had them losing to West Virginia in my head. And then it's K-State at home and at BYU. One on one. That works. Off the bio week. TCU at home at Kansas.
2: I'm going to give
1: TCU. No, you know what? No, I'm going to give. That's another one of these going to be like weird, emotionally charged. uh, Who loved Mike Leach more games. Uh, and since it's at home, I'm going to give Texas Tech the nod over T- TCU there and then follow it up with an L.
0: Yeah, I got him losing to Kansas. And then it's UCF at home and at Texas. I'm 1-1. One one.
2: I have an him 8-4 in the season.
0: I got him 7-5 and five on the dot.
1: I think I've got him around 6-6. Six and six.
0: 75. Not playing that one, though. Not playing that one. Up next, UCF, the Golden Knights. Win total is set at 6.5, minus 175 on the over, plus 145 on the under there, plus 2,200 to win the conference. I believe out of all the newcomers, they are the most favored.
2: Returning 52, 8 offensive, 7 defensive starters. Plumlee is the man with keen leaving, but the worry is he was on the basketball team. Like, how much practice was he really doing and work in the offseason? Running backs, um, Bowser, who was their leading rusher, is gone. But Harvey was their second leading rusher, is back and will be the lead dog. They have McDonald transferring in from Florida and Richardson to add Delp. I mean, I don't know. I I think this unit isn't going to be as good as last year's. Wide receiver only losing one. Any transfers from Kentucky and Florida will be improved from last season. Offensive line, they're losing three by adding transfers from Bama, Kent State, and Stanford to replace them. Melzon is very high on this unit. Defensive line, returning three starters, seven of their top eight. But with the uptick in comp and the size of offensive lines they're going to face, I'm a little worried about their defensive line. Linebackers, only one starter coming back, but they added Davis from Georgia, which was a huge get for them. Just adding Davis will make this unit better. DB is losing three by adding transfers from Clemson, ECU, Middle Tennessee, and Texas State. T- the, T- the talent walking in is better than the talent leaving. This unit will take a step forward. Special teams, they're losing their returner and long snapper, but their kicker and punter return, I think they could be improved. I mean, overall, it's just two questions. Can Plumlee stay healthy, and how do the trenches react to the uptick in comp and the uptick in size are going to go up against
0: i know what chase feels about this team
2: yeah
1: yeah it's you can go ahead just mark me down for the under
0: and it's plus money for you at least
1: that's what i'm talking about
0: let's get to the schedule can stay at boise and villanova to start the season two and one two and one for me as well Two and one. Oh, generous. At K State, Baylor, at Kansas. Oh, and three. Yep. Off the bye week, it's at Oklahoma, West Virginia, and at Cincinnati. One and two. It is two and one.
1: Oh, and three.
0: I got a one and two. And then it's Oklahoma State at Texas Tech and Houston at home. Again, one and two. Oh, and whatever. I got him at five wins.
1: I gave him the one early or two early, so uh, two and ten. I'm growing yeah. as a human being.
0: <laughs> I, I you him. are growing as a human being, Chase. Yeah, look at that. What I, I haven't Eric? picked Arkansas to go 12-0. and 0.
1: Other teams are getting wins except for Kentucky. Kentucky. What would you
0: say, Eric?
2: What? I got him at five.
0: I got him at five 2 I'm going to bet the under at plus 145. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take
2: it.
0: I'm going to hit that. Last team, everybody. West Virginia, the Mountaineers. Win total is set at 5. Minus 105 on the over. Minus 125 on the under. They are plus 5,000. to 1 to win the Big 12.
2: Returning 39, 6, and 7 starters. Um, Daniels is gone. He's not there anymore to be the quarterback. And there is no replacement has been named.
0: That's hilarious.
2: So that is not a good sign. Running back, three of their top four are back with the questions at the quarterback of the wide receiver position. I expect them to lean on the running game immensely. Wide receivers, they're losing their top four. Unit was going to be taking a huge step backwards. Offensive line, they have five starters back. One of the better units in the league. Again, another point making them making you think they're going to lean on the running game. Defensive line. They are losing their top two guys, but adding three in the portal. Another example of the talent walking in is better than the talent walking out. We'll take a big step forward. Linebackers losing two, but I think this unit will take a step forward this season with the experience in the room. DBs losing three, have some impactful transfers walking in the door. will make a step forward this season. Special teams are adding Hayes from Georgia State will improve the kicking game and everyone else returns. Um, Overall, look, I think Brown is on the hot seat. I don't think he's going to make it out of the year. I don't see them getting to a bowl game.
0: I'm surprised he made it last year. Yeah. To be honest, I'm surprised he stuck around. Which, man, I still remember his time at Troy. I was, like, really high on the Neil Brown hire when he got hired by West Virginia. Yeah. How, how time flies. Let's get to the I mean, schedule. That's a tough
2: program, though, man. That's a it real is.
0: Especially in the Big 12, it's tough. I mean,
2: that's just... I mean, like, if you can routinely get it to, like... You're routinely at six, seven wins, and every, like, four years you're, like, battling to try to get in the conference cha- championship game, that's the goal. But I, it, it's a tough job.
0: It's tough. It's very tough. So let's get to the schedule. At Penn State... Decayne and then Pitt. One and two. Two and one.
2: One
1: and two.
0: I think getting Pitt in the mountains, they're going to beat Pitt. Uh,
1: that's like yeah. I now. didn't think about. It. I you know what. I will give them two and one based off just off the fact that people have to play in that godforsaken place.
0: Yes, they do. Texas Tech at TCU, zero and two. Yep. Yep. Off the bye week, at Houston, Oklahoma State at UCF.
1: I'm going to go 0 uh, 3.
0: I'm also going to go 0 and 3 here. Yep. Maybe a win against Oklahoma State in the mountains. Maybe. And then it's BYU at Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and at Baylor.
2: I have him with three wins in the
0: year. I'm going to get one more win in that stretch. Maybe two. I got him at one, two, three. Yeah, I got him at three. F- five wins tops. Five wins tops. Yeah, I think I
1: was somewhere in the two and three range.
0: Five wins absolutely tops. Not going to be a good season for West Virginia this year. Okay, boys. That's the Big 12. What's everyone betting on win total wise? I've got one, two, three. I got five.
1: Let's see. Hit a couple of the unders earlier.
0: I can go go first real quick. Chase, while you're looking for yours, my win totals... Go for it. I'm taking Baylor over 7 wins, minus 115. Just meat and potatoes. I'm taking BYU over 5.5 at plus 125. I'm taking K-State over 8 at 100, even money. I'm going to take Oklahoma State over 6.5 at even money. And I'm going to take UCF under 6.5 at plus 145.
1: I am on the... I'm on the Baylor over seven wins minus one fifteen. I am on the damn it. I lost it. Uh, you mentioned my uh, God. You mentioned uh, BYU. Uh, I'm on the over there. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I'm going to hit, I think, is going to be. You know what? That's going to be it.
0: That's going to be it. Are you saying is anybody taking any conference futures?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma State and I'm going to take, uh, let's see, who was it? Oklahoma State and Baylor.
0: Okay. Eric, any conference futures besides your? Um, well, I know you said you were going to dabble maybe with Kansas to make the championship.
2: Yeah, I'm t- I'm a, I'll play Kansas at 10 to 1 to make the championship.
0: Uh, a... I saw. I see 14. 14 to 14.
2: 1. All right. I'll take them at 14 to 1 to make the championship. And then I'm also going to take. Um, Kansas to win, not Kansas. Excuse me, Texas to win it all, and Owers to win the Heisman. Uh, my
0: futures are: I'm also on Kansas to make the championship. I'm also going to be on Oklahoma State to make the championship. My two futures for the conference to win: I'm taking Oklahoma State at forty to one. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I, it's, it's, this is me just putting every egg in my basket. I'm going to go BYU, eighty to one long shot. Give me a long shot in one of these conferences. I'm taking BYU at 80 to one to win the big 12.
1: I like it. I think that they've like geographically, like where they're situated versus everything. It's like West Virginia. It's like West Virginia, but no one's drunk, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right, boys. Uh, Chase, shout out your shit before we get out of here.
1: Uh, you can always find me being abrasive uh, on X, I guess. Well, that sounds like I'm just on. Don't know. We're
0: not. No, we're not calling it that. Yeah.
1: Fuck Yeah. Uh, you always find me being abrasive on Twitter at uh, of Oakland. Check out my horse racing pod at notorious underscore OTB. And know that, I'm around. I'm with this big galoot. I'm occasionally with this, uh, this slightly smaller galoot below me.
0: Eric, what do you got going on? on? Uh,
2: podcast coming out on Friday, and then my stream with the NF east on tuesday
0: nice nice y'all know where to find me at xfl gym everywhere big stream this saturday it's the indoor football league championship game in las vegas so i will be streaming a little watch along for the ifl championship and then i don't know maybe friday there i mean obviously the picks porch with this guy over here but Maybe Friday. There might be a little sumo stream on Friday. There might be a, little, a little cheeky sumo watch-along Friday evening after the picks Porch. Ooh. This enthuses me. So you guys know, know where to tune in. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the College Football Tailgate. Toodaloo!